Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This is your operating system talking, not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. <sighs> Much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit BetterHelp.com positive and save 10% on our first month. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This is Season 1, Episode 53 of the Fly the W670 podcast, The Cubs Winter Meeting Madness. I'm Dustin Rhodes, Executive Producer of the Mully and Haw Show on weekdays, 5.30 to 10 on 670 to score, of course. Your radio home for Cubs baseball. I'm going to bring Crawley in in a minute, but don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to our podcast and follow us on all our socials. Fly the W670 on Twitter and Instagram. Fly the W on Facebook and or email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. Crawley, how are you on this fine Sunday evening? It took a couple days to recover from the Club 400 Christmas party, but uh, I, I think I'm starting to get back okay. I'm I'm doing all right, man. <laughs> anything you can uh, share? I mean, it is a podcast, so pretty much anything goes. Anything you want right, to share right, about right, that, right. Uh, no, that you night? Know, it was, it's, uh, the Cubs Club 400 Christmas party is the best party of the year. It just is. I don't know. Everyone's in a festive mood. Uh, this year we had the salute to uh, South Bend, the South Bend Cubs. It was really awesome. We had uh, the owner of the South Bend Cubs, Andrew Berlin, was there. Uh, two prospects. Uh, we had um, top prospect uh, Brennan Davis, and we had top pitching pros- one of the top pitching prospects in Cole Franklin. And so I got to spend a couple days with those guys, man. And, uh, you know, you never know with prospects and what the future holds. All I can tell you is that they are really two fantastic high-character kids, and, and, and I'm, I'm absolutely rooting for them. But we had a lot of fun. Uh, our friend Brendan King, who's been on the show before, he came out. He brought the South Bend Trophy, the championship trophy. Nice. So got some pictures with that. And and, and uh, everyone just had a blast, man. We had a band out there. Uh, you know, every, everyone had a good time. That's, that's all I can say is that, uh, you know, it was a wild one. Um, <laughs> it always is. But but these guys understood what it was all about. And and, and they, they're 100% in on the, on the Cubs organization. And, and they want to do good things for this team. Awesome. All right, so Crawley, we are in the midst of the hot stove, and it is starting to boil over. We had a pretty uh, sizable move happen, uh, depending on what time you went to bed on Friday. At some point, late Friday night, we had some big, big news. Yeah, Jacob DeGrom signs a five-year, $185 million contract. That is million, 185 for Jacob DeGrom. 
Um, he's only 26. He only made 26 starts since opening day 2021. So, Dustin, you and I have talked about this before. We were nervous about writing a big check for a guy that has that history of injuries. And he's, he, you know, it's, it reminds me a lot of Kerry Wood, where all of a sudden it's just like, it never seems like there's an end to it. You know what I mean? Like, right. okay, we're going to, we're starting him up, we're shutting him down. We're starting him up, we're shutting him down. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the, obviously the Cubs didn't spend that money, but at the same time, it does make you nervous because money that was earmarked for Jacob DeGrom from the Mets, um, obviously they have money to spend elsewhere now, so we'll see what happens. But that's really we'll the first big go. domino. Right. Yeah. I thought I read something like he made $400,000 a start because he was not available very often for the Mets. So um, good for good for Jacob DeGrom and all his connections. And because it's the Texas Rangers, it'll end up not working out for either side, <laughs> typical of them. Um, and since the Cubs really don't have to deal with the Texas Rangers, I really don't care. Now, you know, the Cubs have been mentioned a lot over the week. Uh, we're starting to finally hear something from the hot stove, and it, it's just a question of what you think here. It's, and, you know, so the Cubs were connected through Dan to Dansby Swanson, you know, one of the big four shortstops. I think you and I, Dustin, both agree out of the four, he's the one that you and I would be least excited about. Um, but that was John Morosi and John Heyman, John Heyman of uh, Odyssey uh, Sports, um, connecting the Cubs to Dansby Swanson. And then Xander Bogarts was connected to the Cubs by Bob Nightingale and a gentleman named Marino Pepin, who's the Spanish play-by-play announcer for the Red Sox. So it's not like uh, a nobody, you know what I mean? Here's a guy that's in the know. Now, you know, who fed him that information, that can always be questionable as well, but... Uh, you know, it's, it's good to see, you know, he, he wrote that the Cubs are very interested and offers should be coming shortly. So uh, things are heating up for the Cubs a little bit here, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I, Bogarts, obviously, I'd, I'd be happy. He's the oldest of the four shortstops, but uh, he's, he's a really good, I think he's a really good shortstop. I think he's a really good hitter, and, and I think he'd be a guy most, you know, if you needed a move to third base, I think he's someone that could move over to third base without creating a lot of issues you know what i mean that's what i like the best about him crawley that that's what i like best about him is that he could play third if you needed to if you needed to go that route um let, let's talk about dan dan's dansby swanson for a second right would you rather take let's say the 175 to 190 million that you'd have to pay dansby swanson and if that's if that's the only guy left for the Cubs, would you rather they take that money, use it elsewhere, and go ahead and settle in on Nico Horner as your shortstop? The issue, more than anything here, I I, I think they have to get one of the shortstops. Now, obviously, you know that I've wanted uh, Correa more than anybody, and the reason is is who is the one guy on the Cubs that strikes fear in the pitchers' hearts right now? And this lineup is currently constructed. I don't see anybody that 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 no that, no, uh, no yeah no. striking the fear no Mm-mm. no no. And so that's to me, you know, when you talk about uh, Trey Turner, I think he's really really good. Uh, but you know, you know, he has power. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't, but you know, he's known a lot for having speed as well. But I'm I'm looking for a guy that's going to be somebody that can, like I said, that pitchers are are fearful of, that they want to pitch around, that they that the guy hitting before him gets a good look at bat because they don't want to see. Um, uh, Correa. So, you know, the the point of this is, is that, and we talked about it before, the, the holes in the offense are so much, you have to start building somewhere. And that's why I am, you know, so bullish on Correa. And if we get Bogarts, I'd be happy too. 
um, because, like I said, I think he's someone that uh, would be more open to moving to wherever the Cubs would need him to play. Um, but but the, the Cubs need holes, and so the Cubs have holes that they need to fill. And it was interesting because I read the uh, most recent article uh, by Patrick Mooney and Sahad of Sharma in The Athletic. They always, you know, they always are kind of, uh, you know, tuned into what's going on. And it says multiple, multiple agents remain skeptical of the Cubs' eagerness to spend huge money on one player this offseason, forecasting a winter of diversified investments, value signings, and players who could be flipped for prospects at next year's trade deadline if the team underperforms. Okay, so it, it, it goes on to say these observations aren't criticisms as much as they're an acknowledgement that the Cubs have so many holes and question marks on their roster. Um, so, you know, at this point, that, that, that's not something that's going to, you know, excite Cub fans if we're just going to get, you know, lottery tickets is what it sounds like. If we're going to start flipping guides and stuff, it sounds like, Dustin, that they don't want to spend big. And, and you're talking about Dansby Swanson. Maybe they're, you know, maybe they're content to go ahead and get Nico Horner and then go ahead and, again, try a train Mancini. Try, try a couple guys that you hope can have a turnaround, Cody Bellinger, guys that can have a, a, a season where they're going to flip again. But for Cub fans, you know, it, it's difficult because you, this is, you know, we, we just did that the last, you know, you did that when you had the core uh, with Rizzo and Bryant and Bison. You did the flip, right? You did that with you, Darvish. You flipped him. He was the first to get flipped. And then last year, there was a whole lot of players that were flipped and a couple that they tried to flip that they didn't, you know? Um, so all, all the guys that the Cubs had in the bullpen last year that they were able to flip and get some pretty good pitchers on, you know, um, this is your operating system talking, not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. <sighs> Much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit BetterHelp.com slash positive and save 10% on our first month. So at this point, it looks like if they're not going to get one of the big shortstops, then I think they're going to be content on signing um, guys that they believe will have success. And, and if they do and the Cubs are not doing so well, then flip them and, and try to get more prospects. But it, to me, um, I don't know. It, it just, I, I think Cub fans deserve better personally. Absolutely. I, I, let's put it this way. If they do miss out on the top three and let's say they feel like I do, that maybe Swanson is just a tick better in the big picture than what they currently have as a starting shortstop. I mean, they'll have no other play but to do what Mooney and Sharma are suggesting here. But let's at least see them, for lack of a better term, strike out with all top three. I, I don't. Dansby to me is like one A. Um, I, I don't think he belongs in the same category as the other three guys. He's good, but the other three guys I think are special. I don't think Swanson's special. Um, so let's hope that they're wrong, but we have to see what that first, that first signing is going to be. Something else, Crowley, that I talked to you offline about was this, uh, four letter network poll done by Jesse Rogers, where he got in touch with some, uh, MLB front office types. And they were, um, guessing if you will, where some of the top guys are going to go. And we thought it'd be a good idea to walk people through it if they hadn't seen it themselves. Yeah, yeah. Jesse, you know, talked to, like you said, front office uh, executives, MLB insiders, right? And, and voters were assured anonymity so they could say what they think. 
Uh, one question was brought up. Will Aaron Judge get a package worth more than $320 million? Seven of them said yes. Four of them said no. Um, out of the, the guys that they polled, six of them see, think he's going to stay with the Yankees, three with the Dodgers, and two with the Giants, which surprised me. I would have put the Giants over the Dodgers, but you never know. Well, they're the ones who've got money, and you know they always have money, and they seem to have freed up some more, even though they can spend whatever they want, obviously. Right. Now, which shortstop will get the most dollars and years in free agency? Obviously, Cub fans are interested in this one. Uh, seven of them said Trey Turner, and five said Carlos Correa. So as we talked about, Dustin, those were the two guys that we kind of knew were, were the big dogs out of that group of four. Happy with Bogarts if you got him and, and Dansby, you know, for you and I are just kind of a shoulder shrug. You know what I mean? Right. And everybody right now, it seems like is making the connection that Trey Turner is going to be a Philly and it's basically a done deal. Just we don't have terms. And, and, and let's let's kind of remember that, you know, everyone said the same thing about uh, Bryce Harper coming to the Cubs. Right. Best friends with Chris Bryant, named his dog Wrigley. We all read the tea leaves. He was coming here. <laughs> you, you, you never know. So, you know, maybe maybe they're right. But but this is where it's fun but frustrating for fans is that there's a lot of information and misinformation and disinformation to kind of try to pit teams against each other, to you know, to, to, to freak out agents. There's all sorts of different things going on. So, you know, um, obviously we talked about DeGrom off the board, which leads Verlander as probably the top pitcher on the free agent market. But the question that Jesse asked is, other than Verlander and DeGrom, which pitcher would provide the most value? Carlos Rodon, Kodai Senga, Tajon Walker, or Chris Bassett? And so Bassett got five votes. He was just with the Mets, uh, had a great season last year, great bounce back season. Um, we're all familiar with Carlos Rodon and Kodai Senga. Um, so Bassett got five, Rodon got five, and Senga got two. So, you know, uh, we've, we've talked about, you know, my desire to get Kodai Senga over here. Chris Bassett is another popular name, and I've heard him connected with the Cubs. That would be I, – I, Chris Bassett does more for me than, than Senga. I'm just being honest because we've seen what he can do against – major league hitters, um, and that would also potentially weaken the Mets, assuming that they don't get somebody like Rodon. Right, or, or Verlander. So, you know, obviously the Mets are frustrated that they lost. So not, they got money to spend. So uh, you know how their owner is, Steve Cohen. He's a guy that uh, doesn't doesn't shy away from big contracts. So, uh, you know, I, I, Kodai still is the one for me that that, that provides, like I said, I, I still dream of having Kodai Senga, uh, Seiya Suzuki, and Shohei Otani on the same team after next after this season. So I'm keeping my fingers <laughs> crossed. And then I one of the it. last, right. yeah. I'm always thinking big here, as far as uh, which team outside of yours will make the biggest splash in the offseason. Three said the Giants, two said the Phillies, two said the Rangers, and this was before the DeGrom deal. Two said Dodgers, and then the Red Sox, Yankees, and Cubs all had one. So in general, you know, you're seeing the, the big market teams up there other than the Rangers, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's uh, interesting. It seems like every big name is connected to the Giants, except for um, except for maybe Trey Turner. Everybody, it seems like, is connected to the Giants in one way or the other. They're not going to get everybody, but they're looking to spend and looking to redo things out there. Now, this was interesting. I thought they they voted who would be the most notable traded player, uh, no, notable player traded this winter. Sean Murphy got three votes. Pablo Lopez from the Marlins 
got three votes. And I saw, I've seen him pitch a bunch, and he's really good. Lucas Giolito on the south side of town uh, had a horrible season for him. him. Could he bounce back somewhere else? Brian Reynolds, he has already demanded a trade from Pittsburgh, a center fielder who always hits crazy at Wrigley. Um, Corbin Burns, I mean, boy, oh boy, Dustin, you know, at the All-Star break, I think the Brewers were in first place in the division, and they they traded, uh, you know, their closer, Hader, Josh Hader, and now it's just an absolute teardown, it looks like. I mean, I'd be very happy with Corbin Burns, but I doubt they're going to trade him within the division, much like Brian Reynolds I don't see that yeah, happening I either. That, you know? I, yeah, I, I don't think either one of those two things would happen. But the Cubs, I do think, have the type of assets that the Pirates would be all about. True. And then you have Fernando Tatis Jr. had one vote, and Colton Wong you know, had a vote on there, too. I, I, did, I thought he just got moved. And he's been moved, right? He Colton moved to Wong's Seattle. Over. He's yeah. a Mariner, right? He's a Mariner. Yeah, he went to Seattle. Yeah. So yeah. Tatis Jr. obviously has uh, irritated the, the San Diego front office a ton. Um, they obviously got Juan Soto. Uh, you know, the shortstop that they had w- was doing an admiral job filling in. So I don't, I don't know if, uh, you know, that's a possibility, but I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of people in San Diego, the way that uh, Tatis got injured with that stupid motorcycle accident, messing around, not telling the team about it and then getting popped for PEDs. Not great. Not great is right. This is your operating system talking, not your computers or your phones, but your internal human operating system. I'm feeling a little overloaded. Here's how you can ease my stress. Close your eyes or softly gaze at something in front of you. Now inhale for four counts, exhale for six. Keep repeating. Ah, much better. Longer term, there's BetterHelp Online Therapy. They'll match us with a licensed therapist we can connect with via video, phone, or chat. Visit betterhelp.com slash positive and save 10% on our first month. 